welcome to another episode of Casey Van Etten Sports Talk Podcast. As always, I am your host, Casey Van Etten, as we have a special month of February surrounded with personnel with the Rio Grande Valley Vipers, the G League affiliate of the Houston Rockets. First, we have the first-year head coach of the Rio Grande Valley Vipers, Kevin Burleson. Coach Burleson, thank you again for this time, and how are you doing? Thank you. No, thank you, Casey. I'm doing great. We just had our practice uh, and we watched some film. Uh, guys are pretty locked in, pretty excited about the game tomorrow. So I'm excited to see what we can do. First question, who are you to friends, family, the Vipers? Just give us a general background about yourself. Uh, I mean, well, I'm from Seattle, Washington. I was born in California, um, San Fran. I got a lot of family in the Bay Area. So um, California kid, uh, but I grew up in the Northwest. So, I, you know, I kind of represent both. It was funny, the Seahawks played the Niners and I always kind of don't want to watch because I like both teams. <laughs> um, but at the same time, like, yeah, I'm I'm, uh, I'm just a kid from that, that, that side of the country, um, football family, basketball family, sports family in general. Um, so we kind of was bred to compete and, um, you know, always been um, around sports all my life, so I'm excited that I'm able to, to continue that. Um, but yeah, I'm a chill guy, chill guy. You know, like to really not do too much, to be honest. I guess I, you could say I'm pretty boring, but yeah. You brought up football and uh, your your family. You have three other brothers, one being ex NFL football player and now CBS analyst Nate Burleson. With you being a basketball guy and Nate being a football guy, how was that growing up and growing up in a competitive household? Well, I mean, yeah, it was competitive. Like, I don't care if we're eating food. We're trying to get the last piece of whatever food. We're just, like, we're fighting all the time. And uh, But, like, uh, it was great. I mean, even though Nate, uh, you know, he's football now, but growing up, he loved, his first love was basketball. Just like a lot of our, uh, a lot of us, we love basketball because we had a park right next to our uh, house. Like literally, we just walked across the street. So uh, the basketball hoop was pretty much our babysitter. Like I would just go out there. My mom would be like, "You better be back at this time," and I'd be out, be out there. Me, Nate, Alvin, Lindell, all the brothers just out there just playing all day. So, but then Nate, uh, you know, end up being a football player, and he he loves that. It was a great choice, obviously. Um, and it's cool to see him on TV doing his thing. And it's, so um, we're all pretty close. So it's cool to be able to still uh, be close to uh, all my fan back there. Now, continuing with that, your experience with playing and coaching around basketball, give us an insight of how much growth you have taken in. Yeah, it's a lot. Um, you know, that's one thing I was telling my parents. I think it was a loss we had on the road that my, uh, I forgot, it might have been Stockton. I'm not sure what it was. And I was like, yeah, it was Stockton. We took two losses and we were undermanned a little bit, but I felt like uh, there were certain situations I could have did better at. And I said, I told my parents and I understand. I said, man, you know what? I know this is growth. I know it's going to it's gonna help me in the long run. And um, I said, but it always sucks when you lose and you don't do the things you think you should have did or this or that. But I know it's growth. So I've been growing every single day as a head coach. And I tell the players that all the time, this is our jobs. Like, I should be growing. You should be growing. If we're not helping you grow, you let us know. Now talking about the D League and now the G League, uh, as you have 
experience both being a player and now a coach. How much growth have you seen from players and the league itself? Well, I mean, the, the league is, I mean, first the league. I mean, I'll talk about players next, but the league has grown like crazy. Like, we bust a lot of places. <laughs> I mean, we still have flights, but we bust a lot of places sometimes. And, like, and um, just the facilities are a lot better. Um, you know, it was hard for us to get gyms at times. Like, we can get gyms now on the road. Like, there's a lot of stuff that's a lot better. I think Gatorade has done an amazing job, the NBA has done an amazing job in just the G League in general. I think I was always been a fan of the G League. When I played in it and when, when it was the D League, I think the people that were working behind the scenes were always great. Like they just they do they just been doing a great job of growing this league. Now the players, um, they're better and better. Like, I mean, like, you know, there's been when I played, there was some journeyman and young guys, but now I mean you get top picks, you get guys that play years in the league, you got guys that just played on 30, 50, 60 games in NBA last year or in the G League. Like, there's a lot of talent in the G League now. Now, what are some qualities you've had working as a coach, and what qualities does it take to get in a career path such as yours? Well, I mean, I think one of my uh, one of my qualities that I wanted to keep and continue to cultivate is, like, just being able to, like, uh, be a leader of men. I think that's important as a head coach. Um, you know, there's there's parts, you know, obviously X and O's and doing that kind of stuff is very important. But being a leader of men, I I think I, I was confident I can do that. And I want to keep, uh, you know, cultivating that. Um, I think just game planning and in-game stuff, because one thing for me, um, I haven't been in a lot of situations. So situations are newer to me at times, even though I did a lot of thought exercises, a lot of time, a lot of you know, things written down that what what I, I think I would do or what I should do or what I, what I will do when that situation comes. But just me being in this situation has been great for my growth and, um, you know, it helps you be a coach. And then getting this career, I mean, first you just got to, you know, love the game and then study the game. Um, don't just watch the game. Like you watch TV, you watch a game, you know, ask yourself questions. Why is he doing that? Why did that coach call that play? And then after that, um, you just got to try to make your context as best as possible, intern, volunteer, do whatever you can just to be around the coaches. Now, myself being around sports, whether it's starting as a volunteer or now working around uh, UTRGV and Vipers, uh, I've seen relationships and connections have been the best way to go. Mm -hmm. Talk about those relationships and connections you've had, including uh, one of my close friends, Coach Jay Stemmen, who's on your staff. Yeah, Jay coached me, believe it or not. Like, Jay, <laughs> Jay Stemmen coached me when I was young. Like, yeah, all them things that matter. I mean, you think about it. Say, like, you know, me and Jay didn't like each other when I was a player, and then he was a bad coach, and I was a bad player, and then we didn't like, get along. Then say I wanted to get him as a coach, he probably go, I don't, I don't want to coach with him. He's, yeah, I didn't like him as a player, or vice versa. Like I don't want him as a coach. I didn't like him as a coach. Like so, like relationships are very important. I mean, you know, you know, you never know who you're going to work with later down the line. Even Travis, our GM, like, you know, I I knew him as when he first came with the Rockets, and I was young, and we were, you know, we were cool. Like, you know, he was, a, oh, I thought he was a good dude, and I, I think he thought the same. I never knew we were going to work together in this this capacity, but you just never know. So I think 
you know, your relationships are important. You never know who you're going to work with, you know, just, you know, be kind to everybody, um, be real, don't be fake, um, and just keep them connections going. Any final comments or advice for those listening? Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, it's very important to be very intentional in what you're trying to do. So, like, if you want to be a, whether a coach or a GM or a commentator or have your own podcast, whatever it is, be very intentional. And then, like, you you know, I really believe in manifestation. So, meaning being intentional, meaning, like, you can write it down, you can, you can say it in your mind what you want uh, over and over again, and then you know, have the steps to do it and then have them small goals and just keep trying to do this stuff every day. And I think that kind of stuff, you don't, don't have to stress out about it because once you prepare, you let it go and let the, everything else, you know, just go with the flow. But I think that's important. Be very intentional. What am I trying to do? You know, what steps does it you know, take to get there? And then just work small bit by bit and trying to get there. So, yeah. For those listening, you can watch Coach Burleson and the Vipers at Burdogden Arena in Edinburgh, Texas, and NBAGLeague.com as well, YouTube TV. Thank you, Coach Burleson, for the time of getting to know you more and talking basketball. No problem, Casey. Anytime. Just a reminder, you can catch interviews such as this one and others in the future or next week where I will have Coach Burleson's assistant coach, Jay Stedman, on Spotify. Until next time, this is Casey Van Etzen signing off.